0: Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. In the name of Allah, the Most Beneficent, the Most Merciful. The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa, www.islamhouse.com is pleased to present to you this lecture.
1: O oh Allah, make me, or oh make me, and Ummu Imara and her sons, neighbors in the Jannah. قَالَ اللَّهُمَّ رَزُوقِنِّي اللَّهُمَّ اجْعَلْهُمْ رُفَقَائِي فِي الْجَنَّةِ أُمْ عِمَارَ وابنيها أُمْ عِمَارَ and her two sons Oh Allah, made us together in Jannah أُمْ عِمَارَ said والله this is was More beloved to me than anything else you can imagine This is the heart of the believers They came to the Prophet ﷺ, the woman, saying, Ya Allah, it's not fair that all of your time going with men, we need times. We want to have time for us. Then the Prophet ﷺ gave them Monday. Monday for women only. Teaching them. They come to him and they ask him. They talk to him. They loved him so much sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When he gave khutbah eat, Eid, the second khutbah, he used to leave the member and he will go all the way to the woman's side and he will give them his side sallallahu alayhi wa his shoulder, not facing them directly, then he will give them a speech, a special one. So he will be close to them sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because still he is the Prophet for all of the ummah. They loved him. Do you know that women, there is women among the sahaba who give bay'at al-radwan? Do you know what bay'at al-radwan is? Bay'at al-radwan when the, a group of the Muslims from Medina came to the Prophet ﷺ and they shake the Prophet ﷺ hands, and they promised the Prophet sallallahu alaihi that they will save him, even though if they were, if this is request them to be killed in order to save Muhammad sallallahu they have no problem with that. To sacrifice their own soul for saving Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Do you know that among them there were more than ten, ten women among them. But the Prophet ﷺ said, "I don't shake hands with women." Inni la hands, but said, "We don't shake hands, women's hands." And that's what the Muslims should. They loved him, sallallahu alaihi wa One of the women once the Prophet ﷺ slept in her place. What she did? She put. A piece of cotton, like a towel, underneath of the Prophet ﷺ neck, like in his neck, like on, in his pillow, and was made of cotton. And she said, "Did that for purpose, so it will suck the Prophet sweat." And she said, "After that, I squeeze it in a bottle." And one of the Prophet crowd of his body that he used to sweat, and the Sahaba described his sweat. The, the sweat comes out of his body. He said, it looks so white as if it is pearl. Look, look. And smells so good. That woman, she said, I, I squeezed this sweat from the cotton, from that towel in a, a, a container, small container. And I used it as a perfume. And it was the most beautiful smell I ever had in my life. This love is not only exist in the heart of men, it's also on the women's. And this is the way it should be. Let's start with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Let's start from top, From his hair sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It was such beautiful hair. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's hair was so beautiful First of all, he had a dark hair. It was a dark black hair. His hair, sallallahu alayhi was a very dark hair, black. And his hair, sallallahu alayhi wa was long hair. And I mean by long hair, it used to reach his shoulder, sallallahu alayhi his hair, Reach his hair, his shoulders, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. This is the longest hair he had. And sometimes he cut his hair until it would reach his ear, sallallahu. It would cover his ear, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So his hair were usually between. When it's short, it will reach his ear, cover his ear. When it's long, it will reach his shoulder, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And he would shave his hair. He shaved his hair when he made Umrah four times and Hajj in the fifth. So he shaved his head fifth time, five times. And maybe also when he made Hijama. As you will know inshaAllah soon. His hair sallallahu alayhi wa was not a very heavy curly hair like kinky hair. Neither wasn't a very straight hair. It was not a very curly or kinky hair like the Africans. Neither a straight or very straight hair like the Far East people, the Chinese or like the Westry. It was a kind of wavy, wavy hair, sallallahu His hair was wavy in the middle. And the Prophet ﷺ been described that way by Anas and several of the Prophet's companions. And I tell you from now on, all the ahadith I brought, it is the description been given by several of the Sahaba. Because I don't have time to go over every narrations who said it unless there is uh, you know, need for that. The people who narrate the Prophet's I use most is Anas ﷺ and Ali and Hind. And Jabir, uh, and, يعني other than that. كان شعر رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ليس بالمتجعد كشعور الأثارق، ولا بالمسترسل كشعور الأعاجم، بل كان مسترسلا مسرحا شعره صلى الله عليه وسلّم ليس بالجعد القط ولا بالسبت. يعني مسترسل جدا هو أو الجعد هو المتجعد وكان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم شعره ما بين شحمة أذنيه إلى عاتقه إن طال إلى عاتقه وإن قصر يغطي أذنيه صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم وكان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أيضا قيل أنه إلى نصف أذنيه Anas he said the Prophet hair covered not his whole ear, half of his ear. So it might be only covering half of his ear s.a.w. And Aisha said once, I used to wash with the Prophet together, take shower together. And... The Prophet ﷺ, his hair was not long enough to touch his shoulder and was not short to reach his, or not short to cover his ear. It was in the middle between his ear and his shoulder, which means like in the cover almost half of his neck. So you see different hadith shows you that because the Prophet used to cut his hair, sometimes he would leave it to so long to cover his, to reach his shoulder, sometimes it will only cover half of his ear or to reach his ear. النبي <laughs> صلى used also to uh, allow Aisha رضي الله and others, then Aisha from his wife, to make his hair Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam break, break, braid his, his hair sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and some, in some narrations Ummu Hani said I saw the Prophet sallallahu alaihi has four braids and both from each side and I saw the Prophet sallallahu alaihi ear appear between uh, each uh, two or between uh, from each side like he has two in each side and uh, they are the, the, his ear was in the middle between them she saw that I saw him in Mecca when he entered Mecca. So that showed that his hair is long, sallallahu alayhi wa and Arab people in that time it was very common for their men to braid their head their hair. Also the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa wasallam in the first of his life he didn't used to part his hair, sallallahu alayhi wa he will not part his hair. Because in that time, the people of book, the Jewish and Christian, they used to part uh, uh, the Jewish and Christian, they do not part their heads. But the kuffar, the disbeliever in Mecca, the mushrikeen in Mecca, they used to part their hair. But the people of book, they used not to part their hair. So the Prophet sallam he has to choose. He should part his hair like the kuffar, the disbeliever, or not like the people of book. So, he choose to copy the people of book because at least they are Christian Christian holding to a book or a message. But after the Prophet ﷺ opened Mecca, and there is no more disbelievers remaining Mecca, he start parting his hair sallam, in order not to copy the Mushrikeen to Kabida people of book. So in the end of his life, وسلم, it ends up with parting his hair, sallallahu alayhi wa And the Prophet, وسلم, as I told you, his hair was so black. And he had no grey hair or white hair. Except a few. And Allah and said, I accounted them. Twenty white hair in his beard and his head. In some narration I count in them only fourteen. Sometimes you will surprise, how come fourteen and twenty? You might say they were fourteen then increased, and some said no. because the prophet used to uh, use the hinna' the Prophet ﷺ, he used to use the hinna, and he will mix the hinna with another herb, it's called kutum. It's, a, it's give a very dark color uh, to the hair. It almost looks like black, but it's not. It's a very dark brown color. And he will, ﷺ, mix the hinna with this herb, the kutum, together, then he will Sallallahu <laughs> uh, Alaihi Wasallam يصبر يعني د- 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 dye his beard and his head Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam with it he will dye his beard and his head with it Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam therefore some of the sahaba said the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam hair was like reddish red but it was not red it was from the henna. It was from the hinna. Therefore you see some of the narration said I have one of the Prophet's hair and it was red. As a matter of fact it wasn't red but because of the hinna they used to put it in the head. The henna is a kind of herb also uh, the people use and it's very healthy for the hair and very, make the hair uh, very healthy and make the hair look uh, shiny. And that shows you something that the Prophet used to take care of his hair. And the Prophet ﷺ said, مَنْ كَانَ لَهُ شَعْرْتَ Whoever had or whoever grows hair, he should take care of it. Therefore Imam Ahmad was asked, why you do not grow your hair? You not allowed your hair to be long. You cut your hair, it's not the sunnah. And Imam Ahmad used to follow the sunnah. He said, "Rahimahullah, la لَا تَاقَتَ لَنَا به. He said, Imam Ahmad, it's very hard to maintain the hair, to keep it in a good shape. So if you cannot take care of your hair, cut it. Don't keep it messy or looks bad or you don't clean it. Cut it and make it short sure so it can be easier for you. In Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa used to brush his hair. And he will let Aisha الله عنها do that. Even though while he's making cap. So, imagine, he's making the now in the masjid yeah, and he, is, he left everything out from this dunya he's in the masjid he will go to his uh, you know his house next to his masjid he will put sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam his head from the window he's in the masjid and the window open uh, toward the masjid he will put his head inside his home through the window and he will let Aisha to wash and brush it and bread and his head so how much he take care of himself wa sallam, to look nice. In Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam hair was so beautiful as I told you. And everybody said that when he saw him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He had the most beautiful face In so many narrations, the Sahaba said, like Razi Allah and Jabir. He said, "I was looking to the moon when it was a full moon night, and I was looking to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi face. Wallahi, that Muhammad sallallahu face was more beautiful than the moon when it is full." Moon. لقد كنت أنظر إلى وجه رسول الله وَأَنْبُرُوا إِلَى الْبَدْرِ وَوَاللَّهِ لَوَجْهُ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أَحْلَى وَأَجْمَلُ مِنَ الْبَدْرِ Ibn Abbas said, when you see his face, you will see light comes out of it. Nour comes out of his face. Very shiny. The Prophet ﷺ face was a rounder face. As you see, been described like a, a, a full moon. But in fact, it was not exactly a rounder face. It's not around like a circle, no. Almost a rounder face. As Ali رضي الله عنه said, وَكَانَ وَجْهُ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَّمَ لَيْسَ بِالْمُكَلْثَمْ يعني لَيْسَ بِالْمُدَوَّرْ تَمَامًا وَفِي رِوَايَةَ قَالْ كَانَ فِي وَجْهِ تَدْوِيرٌ al Bara was asked once, is the Prophet Sallallahu face looks like the sword? They mean long face. He said, no, it was like the full moon. As a matter of fact, it was more beautiful than, than the full moon, he said. Muhammad Sallallahu Wasallam, his face, as I told you, was shining. Very shining. In that, in this beautiful face, he had a wide eyes, beautiful eyes. Whoever looked to his eyes, he will imagine that he had kuhul, but he never ha- he didn't. sallallahu alayhi It looks like naturally, as if it has kuhul. His eyes, sallallahu alayhi wide. Wa sallam the Prophet Sallallahu eyes was wide. And it was very dark, black. It was very black. His eyes was black, صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم. كان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم العينين. وكان عينيه بؤب عيني صلى الله عليه وسلم شديد السواد. وكان النبي صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم في بَيَاضِ عَيْنَيْهِ حمره. You see this, the white area inside your eyes, or in your eyes, the white area. It was not a pure white, it was white mixed with, with, with red, a kind of reddish. إِنَّ alayhi <laughs> صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَآلِهِ Kana كَانَ أَشْكَلَ الْعَيْنِ قَالَ li simak مَا أَشْكَلُ الْعَيْنِ قَالَ يَعْنِي طويل شق العين كانت شق عين يبدأ من خده صلى الله عليه وسلم طويل A long eyes and above this or this beautiful eyes surrounded with eyelashes or there's eyelashes eyelashes and they were thick and black and curly the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم's eyelashes were thick And black and curly. كان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أهدى بالأشفار. And the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم. His eyebrows صلى الله عليه وسلم also. Were black. And thick. There is a lot of hair on them. And they were almost connected above his nose, but they were not completely connected. And they were curved, like a curve, above his eyes, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as been described. كان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أزج الحواجد سوابغ في غير قرن sallallahu alayhi wa And above this beautiful eyebrows, he had a wide, a wide, forehead and it was rosy his forehead sallallahu alaihi wa the color the, the color of his forehead was rosy as the mention in hadith hind and the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam kana dali' al-fam the prophet sallam his mouth was long also in his face. It was not a small mouth. He had sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And there is a space between his teeth, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He has a wide mouth and a space between his teeth, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. His teeth, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, were straight. Were straight. In order. in, In a perfect shape until the Prophet Sallallahu teeth were broken, some of them were broken, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, like in Ta'if, when he went to Ta'if to deliver da'wah, and they rejected him, Sallallahu and some of the ignorance among them, they stoned the Prophet Sallallahu and hit the Muhammad Sallallahu and to the extent that some of these rocks broke the Prophet Sallallahu teeth, his molar teeth, And also, this the same thing happened to him in also in Uhud. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. In the battle of Uhud, his teeth, some of his teeth were broken during the battle of Uhud. Otherwise, his teeth were straight and perfect. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and they were white. كان النبي sallallahu الله عليه وسلم سهل الخدين. يَعْنِي al الْخَدَّيْتِ لَيْسَ Buruz. The Prophet had a high cheekbones, Had a high cheekbones. So basically there is not a lot of meat in his cheek. Because this is not a something in that day good to, be describe, to describe a man with. It is good in the women's, but it's not good in the men. Uh, as a quality of the body in the, uh, at least in that culture. And his cheek, sallallahu alayhi sallam, was rosy. Her cheeks were rosy. The color of his cheek were rosy. And the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi sallam, had a, a, a big beard, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He used to cover his neck and the upper part of his chest. From shoulder to shoulder like this, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And, you can hear, and it was curly, his beard ﷺ were curly, was not straight. And sometimes the Prophet when he recites, silently, whispering, when he recites, you can hear his beard moving, like the sound of the hair, because of his talk. That means it was very big beard. In Prophet sallallahu never ever cut anything from his beard. Never been narrated that the Prophet sallallahu shaved his beard or take anything from it. He used to grow his beard sallallahu alaihi and he ordered the Muslims to do so. The Prophet sallallahu beard were black and he used to dye his beard with Hinnah and Kutum. And once he saw a man, his beard is big, but it's messy. Then the Prophet ﷺ said, why you do not take care of your hair? Can't you fix it? But not fix it like today to cut it and almost shave it. No, fixing it by brushing it. And some scholar said, if there is like uh, hairs coming out or like take, it's like making it look bad like one or two or three hair you can cut it some, some scholars, like Imam Malik said that but the Prophet he, na- he never had uh, he never cut anything from his beard he had a light mustache you can see he used to cut, to cut uh, to cut his mustache to the extent you can see the color of his skin sallallahu alayhi wasallam, underneath of that hair, so he will not grow his mustache sallallahu alayhi wa to be thick to the extent you can't see the, the skin underneath of his mustache, no, it was light, you can see what's under it, and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa also, in some narration, he cut his mustache from the sides and he never allowed his mustache to grow over his upper lips Sallallahu Alaihi Walihi wasallam. He used to put the miswak the miswak above his upper lips like that or on his moustache, then he will cut whatever extra. Will cut whatever extra with the scissors. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And sallallahu alayhi wa sallam also he had umfuqa. Well هي الشعر النابت تحت الشفة السفلى وبين الذق النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم had عنفقه عنفقه it, it is the hair which is grow under that uh, lower lips this hair here under your lower lips it calls عنفقه the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم had hair in this part and he used to leave it and he didn't shave it صلى الله عليه وسلم and it is show that it is separate from his beer you can tell it's something separate from the beer it's not mixed with the beer and it was black to so see this face with this wide mouth beautiful teeth with amazing eyes a curly eyelash, thick, black, and a black eyebrow, and a rosy forehead, with a high cheekbones, rosy, and a big beard in his face, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, with a wonderful, smoother, wavy hairs going all the way to his shoulders, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And his nose, Sallallahu was not flat nose, neither very long nose. It was in the middle. And بأن أنفح دَقِيقٍ sallallahu And also the Prophet had a beautiful ears. And they were the size of his ear matched the size of his face and head they were not bigger or smaller his ear were, the size of his ear matched the size of his head sallallahu alayhi wa and the prophet sallam's head was not a small one the prophet's head was a kind of a big the prophet sallam's bones in general were big bones he had a built body, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. A big body. His shoulder were big shoulder. He has a very wide chest, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And his shoulder was up or were up sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and down like that. His like, looks in a very good shape, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Kana Bahmal يعني Ya Nirusal Iram. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam's skin in general the color of his skin was white and almost and some parts it go to like a rosy and in some parts was his colors, his skin's color was tan and this is the area which is facing the sun like the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam's hands and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa foot or feet and his face sallallahu alayhi were tan from the sun but when you see the Prophet sallallahu alayhi forehead and this part of his cheek and when you see the Prophet sallallahu uh, alayhi body like his stomach his thigh uh, his back so white and mixed with uh, like a kind of rosy and this show you that the color of his skin changed because of the sun so it show you that he was a human being sallallahu like others and even his underarm sallallahu alaihi wa was white so white and this show you this the original color of his skin, because this part doesn't face the, the sun. Second thing shows you that he was clean, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It's not like some people today, or female, it's not, if they don't take care of that part, it's gonna, the skin turn. If it's not clean enough, to the color will change. Anyway, the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, had a very a beautiful neck. And the color of his neck were white, very close to the silver. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, as I told you, had a big shoulder, a wide chest sallallahu alayhi wa wasallam. He was not a fat man, sallallahu alayhi sallam, but he was a big man, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He was built. And the prophet he might uh, have overweight a little bit in the end of his lies sallallahu alayhi wa sallam but it always been described that his chest and his stomach were straight on the same level he never had his stomach uh, standing out or bigger than his chest it always been the same nabi sallallahu sallam kana sadruhu wa بطنه sawa the Prophet ﷺ he wasn't that very tall man, neither a short man. You consider him a tall man. كان للطول أقرب، فخماً مفخماً، عظيم الهامة، معتدل الخلقة، قسيم يعني تقاطيع جسده في غاية الجمال، بادن متماسك صلى الله عليه وسلم. He had hands. And his hands, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and his palm was, or where, his palm, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, were very soft. There is a meat in them. Were very soft. I said, I have not ever touched something more softer than the Prophet, sallallahu palm it was more softer than the silk and a set and he had a fingers and his fingers were tall and big fingers sallallahu alaihi wasallam ghalidh al asabi' sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam sha'il al atraf yani asabi'u qawiyalah and his palm were his palms sallallahu were big and white. not small rahba al raha and the Prophet sallallahu his, his fingers as I told you were long and big fingers. The Prophet sallallahu had knees and they were not, they were big as the rest of his bones sallallahu wa And his thigh was so white sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has been described in several occasions that some of the Sahaba saw his tie and he said it was very, very white. And the Prophet ﷺ had his his foot were smooth. And he was not flat. He doesn't have flat feet. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam flat foot. Salallahu alayhi wa it's kind of uh, curvy. What do you call it? Arshy? Arshy. And the Prophet sallallahu described that when you put the water in his foot, in his foot, it will not settle. Because it's not a flat. His, his foot sallallahu wa The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa lakes were not big. It were, as a matter of fact, described as أخمص القدمين يعني دقيق qadamain. They were skinny. His uh, legs, sallallahu Alayhi Wasallam. He doesn't have a big uh, legs. Or there's no much meat in them, and therefore, كان يعني the Prophet sallallahu Alayhi Wasallam's عقب, which is his ankle, sallallahu Alayhi Wasallam, where uh, there's no meat in them. You can see the ver, the the the, the nerve, uh, the Prophet's nerve, because there's not much of fat or meat uh, there. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi He had hair in his body And the hair of his body sallallahu Was distributed in his body In a way makes his body The most beautiful body He had كان طويل شعر المسربة يعني المسربة هو الشعر مين nahr الى السرعة the prophet had a hair and this hair was straight start from uh, under uh, his neck from the bone of the chest in the middle as a straight line all the way down to his Navel, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Kada isma al-surra? Navel. It was like a straight line. Not, only one line like this. Going all the way down. His hair, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And it's a lot of hair. But in his uh, chest, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the rest of his stomach, and his back, he had no hair, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He had some hair in his shoulder on his shoulder, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And there is hair in the upper part of his chest with his shoulder and in his hand, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, but it was not so hairy, a lot of hair. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had something special. In his body, he had something it called Khatamun Nubua. The Prophet had the seal of the prophecy in his body. There is a sign on his body shows that he is a prophet. And there is different opinion between the scholars. If every prophet has the same seal in his body a new scribe what seal means is something in his body uh, which is shows that he, this is a, a sign of prophecy is this seal exist in every prophet or was only in muhammad sallallahu alaihi there is different opinion but it looks uh, more closer uh, or more authentic that it was exist in every prophet is the prophet sallallahu was born with it or sallallahu alaihi wasallam had this uh, seal after uh, he was sent as a prophet also there is different opinion among the scholars about this this seal of the prophecy it was between his shoulder from his back side from the back side and it was between his shoulder صفتها أنها أن هذا ختم النبوة كما روا جابر وعبد الله بن سرجس وغيرهم من أصحاب النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم كسلمان وأبي سعيد والسائب وغيره قالوا كان بين كتفيه كالجمع كأنه بيضة حمامة غده حمراء كأنها بيضة حمامة كالجمع يعني كنجمع الكف بارزة في ظهره بين كتفي صلى الله عليه وسلم حولها ثعاليل وخيلان سود يعني نقاط سود حولها حول هذا الخطب الذي كان في ظهر النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أو بين كتفي النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم كأنه خراج صغير له نتوء واستدارة كما وصف وصف وَلَمْ يَكُمْ مُشَوْهَا بَلْ كَانَ جَمِيلًا مُجَمَّلًا The Prophet صلى الله the seal of his prophecy, which exists in his body, it might be sounds for you a little bit different. It is different. It sounds different, as a matter of fact. It's a very, it's a different thing. And the best way for me to describe it to you in English is to say it seems like uh, something appear between his shoulder coming out like abscess, if you can say that. And it was uh, in the size of the egg of the pigeon. The egg of the pigeon. It's a small one. Or if you collect your fingers like this, it will be in the size of this uh, of, of these fingers together or the size of the uh, pigeon's eggs. And around it, there is a Perth mark, black ones around it, surrounded. It was in his shoulder, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, from his back. And this is something special in his body. And it is the seal of the prophecy. As he said, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to his companion, such as Salman al and Abdullah bin and others. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as I told you, his body sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was perfect. You can imagine now, him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We described him from head to toes. Imagine this, body which is created in the perfect shape as you heard In Nabi had also his body had special qualities and these special qualities his body had special qualities some of them are authentic, some of them are fabricated, some of them are been mentioned by the scholars, and there is no proof for it. So we don't believe in it, basically. What is authentic, such as, the Prophet ﷺ's body was blissed, was a blessing body. Therefore, the part of his body was blessing was blissed. And whatever comes out of him was blessing, Such as his saliva, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, or his even spit, his sweat, his blood, his hair, when he cut his nail, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Every All these parts of his body Were blessed And were blessing And the sahaba used it For seeking the blessing The barakah from it When Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Shaved his head in hajj As reported by Sayyid Muslim He distributed his head Among his companion Distributed his hair Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam When he shaved his hair when he shaved shaved his hair he distributed his hair among his companions and some of them keep this hair, they used to put it in the water and drink the water when they are sick and it will help them and will heal them and this is only for Muhammad only for him nobody else his body blessed in this way no shaykh, no righteous person, no, no one can have this quality. It's only for Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Therefore, they used to bring their children to Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam in order for him to make technique to put a piece, a piece of date or the date in his mouth. Then the date will be mixed with the Prophet sallallahu alaihi saliva. Then he will give it to the children or the newborn and he will put it in his mouth seeking the barakah of the Prophet but nobody else can be asked for this barakah for this blessing because it's only him even his blood once he gave it to one of the sahaba and said put it in a place where nobody can see it and this sahabi drank the blood even it's haram to drink the blood but this Sahabi made ijtihad because blood is impure, but the Prophet ﷺ, nothing was from him impure. So he thought that drinking the blood, the Prophet's blood would never be impure, would never be najis. Therefore he allowed himself to drink it. And he came to the Prophet and he said, Don't worry, I put it in a place, nobody will find it. Where? He said, Inside my stomach. The Prophet had cupping, which is hijama, and the blood comes out, he gave it to Az-Zubayr. They said, therefore, Az-Zubayr was so brave, nobody like him. رحمه الله Also, the Prophet صلى الله saw the blessing of the Prophet Sallam' body is only for him. It's not allowed to take the blessing or barakah from somebody else. And also, the Prophet hair or uh, whatever from his body, uh, like his hair or his nails, nothing left up to today. There is nobody had any one of the Prophet hair or something like that, and they claim that they have some of the Prophet's hair in uh, in, Turkish, in Turkey in but this not true. It's not true. This is not the prophet sallam's hair all the prophet sallam's hair war was uh, disappeared and uh, fa- yeah, nobody know where is it there is no one can prove that this is the prophet sallam's hair at all nobody can prove that so we don't accept it without a proof anyway uh, also the prophet sallam one of the quality of the prophet body that the Prophet Sallallahu body would remain as it is in his grave, it will not change. will not change. The, not like regular bodies, after a while change. Uh, and the, the worm or what the, the earth start eating it or observing it. No. The Prophet Sallallahu body will remain as it is in his grave until the Day of Judgment. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam therefore the Jewish tried in the Ottomans' time to steal the Prophet's body and they sent two Moroccans Jewish to Medina in the time of Hajj and they were trying to dig a hole or a tunnel underneath of the masjid from their home all the way to the Prophet's masjid to come and to try to enter the Prophet's room where he was buried to steal his body but alhamdulillah, they, they didn't. And after that, the Ottomans, what they did, they put steel around the Prophet grave from uh, the pace, from the ground. So nobody can go through it. Also, one of the qualities of the Prophet what you heard about his prophecy seals, which exist in his uh, back, sallallahu or in his shoulder, between his shoulder. One of the special quality of the Prophet is that in his grave, when somebody said, Allahumma solli ala Muhammadin wa ala Ali Muhammad, Kama sollaita ala Ibrahima wa ala Ali Ibrahim, Allahumma barak ala Muhammadin wa ala Ali Muhammad, Kama barakta ala Ibrahima wa ala Ali Ibrahim, when you said this dua, there is an angel will tell the Prophet that such and such person and so and so person made salat on you. And this is something special for the Prophet sallallahu alaihi Also, one of the quality of the Prophet sallallam's body that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi when he sleeps, he does not break his wudu. Not like us when you sleep, you break your wudu because you have no control over your body. But the Prophet when he sleeps, he doesn't break his wudu. Therefore, when he sleeps, he might go straight to pray. He doesn't need to make رواه صلى الله عليه وسلم, even though he used to do. But he doesn't need. He used to say ينامو تنام عيني ولا ينامو قلبي. My eyes will sleep. Yeah, I sleep like my eyes will be closed, but my heart will be awake, aware. One of the special quality of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam in his body. إن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قَدْ أُوْتِيَ قوة مِئَةً مِنَ الرِّجَالِ فِي الْجِمَاعِ صلى الله عليه وسلم The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم is also one of the quality of his body that he has a strong body. He would been giving a power of a hundred men. A sexual power. Like his sexual power is equal to a hundred men. He can he had intercourse hundred times, sallallahu if he wish. And therefore, you see, in some of the narration, sallallahu alaihi sallam, he might sleep with his nine of his wives in the same time, in the same day. And this is something not equal for anybody to have this kind of powerful. And this is not something to show that the prophet sallallahu alaihi was uh, a person who. His main concern is the, the sex, or the sex relationship, no. It is something been described, especially in in, the, in that time, it's something good in the men, when he be describing that he's powerful. And up to date, something that person proud of as a man, is something the man is proud of, that he's powerful, or he's, he's power or he's a strong man. And also it is because the Prophet ﷺ, as you know, he had this large number of wives, for a wisdom, we might mention it when we're talking about him Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, so he'd be giving this power Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and also it'd be giving to the other Prophets before him. Also one of the special quality of the prophets, Sallallahu body that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's body was so strong, he used to fast several days continuing without eating anything. Without eating anything. And he told the Sahaba, I'm able to do that because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave me the power of this. Allah gave me food and drink in a special way without eating or drinking. So I don't feel hungry or thirst. Been feed through Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a special way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only knows how. One of the Prophet's quality also that the Prophet ﷺ able to see what is in behind him like what he sees what is in front of him in the same times. He see what is in behind of him in the back as if he see what is in front of him. Some scholars said this was only in the salat during the prayer. قال النبي ﷺ إِنِّي لَأَرَى مِنْ خَلْفِي كَمَا أَرَى مِنْ أَمَامِيَ And this is authentic في البخاري وغيره that the Prophet ﷺ used to see during the Salat, what is his companion doing during the Salat even though he facing the Qibla is this also outside of the Salat in his regular life here in this part we say Allah only knows this we don't have a clear evidence to support this uh, point one of the a quality been mentioned and has no proof as far as I know. They said the Prophet ﷺ had no shade. His body had no shade. La nabi sallallahu alayhi sallam. But there is no proof for that. Also they said that the earth will observe his thesis right away. It will take it and will suck it down. In the same time it will not remain on on, on the ground. And there is no proof for that. Also they said the Prophet ﷺ never or the Prophet ﷺ never yying uh, he never did that because this is from the Shaytan, and the Prophet ﷺ protected from the Shaytan. but there is no proof for that either. Uh, and it seems to be uh, based on proof
0: but not a very strong one or a clear one.
1: Also they said the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi was born makhtoon. <inaudible> the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was born and he was uh, Sark Sallallahu Alaihi uh, This is some of the quality of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi body. Uh, as I told you some of them fabricated like what we were saying the Prophet Sallallahu was created from lights this is lies and not acceptable or some of them said the prophet can help the people today while he's in his grave or can make intercession for some people today while he's in his grave all this and all this belief is not it doesn't go with what the Islamic belief based on the Prophet has tools, and one of his tools is a miswak. Miswak. with your right hand. Next The Prophet had tools, and this to help you also to have t- a picture of the Prophet He used to have miswak. Miswak is a tree, uh, mostly it's used from Iraq. A tree called Iraq, it's the root of the tree. It's a very healthy uh, tree and had a lot of, of benefits. Even these days there is a lot of research about uh, how this tree is very beneficial to be used to clean your mouth with. The Prophet used to clean, to brush his teeth with it in the daytime, in the morning. The first thing he would wake up, before he sleeps, as Aisha narrated, he will start with it when he entered his house. And he will do that before the Salat this sunnah is not exist among a lot of our brothers today, and I would really highly recommend them to have miswak because there is toothbrush. It doesn't work. Is not. It will not replace the siwak. Those people came to me and said, "We have toothbrush. This will not replace the siwak," because siwak, the Prophet ﷺ gave us two benefits out of the siwak. One, it can be replaced with your toothbrush which is to clean your mouth with it. But the other one, you can't claim that your toothbrush can do that. Because you need the Prophet ﷺ to be sent these days to give you uh, this, uh, to tell you that. He said about the Iraq before he passed away, that using the miswak is pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Something Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala pleased with. مَرْضَاتٌ للرب. مَرْضَاتُ لِرَبْ And this cannot be, you can't say that toothbrush is, when you use it you please Allah with that. But the Siwak, we said that because Muhammad said. Also the Prophet ﷺ, and the Prophet, and the Prophet used to brush his tongue with it. To the extent he would say, "Ur, ur." يَعْنِ يُدْخِلْ صَلَىٰهِ سَوَاكِهُ إِلَىٰ أَنْ يَقُلْ أُعْ أُعْ The Prophet would brush his tongue all the way so he will say you can hear like that. And A'isah that. narrated it. It's amazing today that the dentists always recommend you to brush your tongue while you, try, while you brush your teeth. Anyway, the Prophet ﷺ also had a ring. And this ring, he start using ring before he dies ﷺ. Otherwise, he, he, he didn't used to have a ring before. He used the ring only when he started sending letters to kings and uh, other nations to call them for Islam. He'd been told that these people, the kings, will not accept any letter from you if it's not sealed. So, the sealing in that time was in the ring. So, he took a ring as a seal to seal his letters with. And this ring was written in this way. Muhammadun Rasulullah. Three words. Muhammad Rasulullah. It was written from the bottom to the top. Muhammad in the bottom, then Rasul above it, then Allah above it. The the first line. The first line. Allah. The second line. Rasul. The third line. Muhammad. You're reading it from bottom to top. Why? Because out of respect, he doesn't want Sallallahu Alaihi his name to be in the first line and Allah's names to be in the third line. Shif al-adab. How he respects Allah subhanahu names? He put it in the top. Then his name in the bottom. You read it from bottom to up. To top. Uh, also the Prophet Alaihi his ring was made of silver, and he prohibited men to wear any to wear any gold rings. And as you know, most of the scholars also prohibited any kind of jewelry made of silver to be used other than the ring, like necklace or anything for men, or bracelet for men, even if from silver only, they allowed it only in the ring. That's the majority of the scholars said that. Anyway, the Prophet ﷺ's the engraving engraving of his uh, was replaced in his ring was from turn in the side, from the side. Yeah, and it was from the uh, inside. It was inside. It was not appear from outside. Also the Prophet ﷺ had a uh, sword. He had a lot of swords, And the handle of his sword was made of silver. And the Prophet ﷺ had uh, shields, two shields an arm suit sallallahu alayhi wa and the Prophet sallallahu also had imamah, turbans and his imamah used to be black his turban used to be black uh, and some of his imamah were black uh, and he, he wore that imamah when he obin makkah in al fath as Jabir radiallahu and narrated and he used to have tail for his imamah going between his shoulder as ibn Umar described him sallallahu The Prophet ﷺ used to wear simple clothes. Most of his clothes were not expensive clothes. But once he wore very, very expensive clothes. Very, very expensive clothes. And most of the time he would wear very simple clothes. And he never wore anything, any clothes dragging on the floor or on the ground. As a matter of fact, it's prohibited to wear something go lower than your ankle, the ankle or the ankle of your foot. Pants, thobes, whatever—it has to be above the ankles. It's prohibited to drag your clothes, and if you drag your clothes out of arrogant, out of arrogant, this is a major sin but if it's not out of arrogant, it is still a sin because the prophet said that wa قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ما كان اسفل ma kana asfal goes longer than your ankle than your foot's angles the ankles. it will be in the hell it means it will be punished by the, the hell will touch it. Some described said that in the, the, when the people passing on the sirat, on the path. This is for men only, but for women, no. It's sunnah for her clothes to be long. Now, today is the opposite. Women's clothes are short and men's clothes is, is long, are long. Anyway, the Prophet ﷺ said that the Muslims' clothes should be short. Therefore, he told Ibn Umar, "Put your thob up all the way to half of you, to reach half of your legs." Half of his legs. He ordered Ibn Umar to do so. In the his clothes were so clean and white. He loved the color. His clothes to be white. He loved this color. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. His favorite clothes was the shirt, with a long shirt go all the way to his, to cover his thigh. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He wear long sleeves and he wear short sleeves. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And the Prophet Sallallahu alaihi wasallam were used to wear also clothes made in Rome, لبس جُبَّة رومية, or made in in in, in, in by Roman. Or Roman style; it's not Arab style even. And this is shows you that it's allowed for you to wear clothes, even if it is made in other than Muslim's country. But if this clothes is not uh, their own clothes or clothes only well known uh, to be belong to kafar, to non-Muslims. But if the kafar made some kind of clothes and Muslims using it, it's not only for them. It's allowed for you to use it. The Prophet Sallallahu when he wears his shoes, he will start with the right side. When he will take off his shoes, he will start with the left side. Some scholars said, it's also recommended to do the same when you put your clothes on. So for example, you want to put your pants, you start with the right. Take off your pants, start with the left. Brothers and sisters, put your shirt, start with the right, take off the left first. Also the Prophet Sallallahu when he brushes his, his hair, he has a pressure, (sallallahu alaihi wasallam) to brush his hair with it, and he start with the right side before the left side. Even when he shaved his head, he would start with the right before the left, and he would say Bismillah. The Prophet (sallallahu alaihi had mirror. He used to look at it to see himself how he looked like (sallallahu alaihi wasallam). How he looks like (sallallahu alaihi wasallam). The Prophet (sallallahu alaihi wasallam) had also a container had perfume and it was black the perfume was black and it's very uh, very good smell and the Prophet ﷺ would alayhi never uh, rejected uh, a perfume if it's given to him by anybody as a gift or somebody want to put perfume in his hand and he will put the perfume in the, his palm salallahu in the, alayhi in the back of his hand, inside his hand salallahu alayhi wa in his palm and Nabi used to make kuhul every night. As been reported by several of the Prophet's complained like Ibn Abbas. And he used to put kuhul in his eyes every night. And this kuhul was made of al-Ithmid. Al-Ithmid, a special kind of kuhul, the Prophet said, it will help your sight to be increased and it will help. Your hair to grow more. This ishmad. Inna hu yujil al-basar wa yumbit al-sharri. The Prophet Nabi Sallallahu عليه وسلم. The Prophet صلى الله He had horses, several horses like al-Adham, al-Sak, al-Murtejz, black horses, brownish horses, white mixed with brown he had seven horses وسلم, which is the scar agree upon and some said 15 he had also mule even though the mule were not so popular in Arab land because they don't <laughs> uh, Arab they don't like the idea of mule and they talk about it they, said it's, they think it's not a good idea you know what mule is Mixed between horse and donkey. Mule cannot be married, basically. So when you have a mule, it's one, it's gonna a it dead dead. So it's gonna be increased. So therefore they don't they don't have mule. Either horse or donkey, because they are yeah, an increase, the number of them increasing. But the mule they don't have mule. So the Prophet ﷺ had a mule, it'd been given to him as a gift from the king of Egypt. And he called her this mule Duldul. Duldul. Dul. So you can call your your car, it's not expensive one, Duldul. Dul. Okay. And the Prophet also had donkeys, and one of them, Ufayr. So I don't know who's going to call Ufayr. Maybe you call yours uh, Ufayr, maybe your wife's car Duldul. Dul. I don't know how you're going to look at that. Anyway. And the Prophet ﷺ also had camels, and one of the famous camels is Al Qaswa, the one he he writes when he moved from Mecca to Medina. He he purchased it from Abu Bakr al siddiq Before he died, he had a hundred sheep, sallam. and seven goats. And he never had more than a hundred sheep, sallam. Whenever the number increased he well ordered them to pass the, the meat of these strips to the poor people he had servants he had servants he had slaves male and female he had servants such anas ibn malik and Zayd ibn Harithah. and also the prophet had a barber he used to cut his hair sallallahu alaihi wasallam his hair the prophet made hijama cupping which is to take out
0: that
1: he take out the blood which is the blood which is the, the bad blood from the body he had hijama kabi in three places three times once in his head in the middle of his head and once between his shoulder from the back and once in his feet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam from the upper part of his feet احتجم ثلاث مرات على وبين وعند أم رأسه صلى الله عليه وسلم وقد كوا ولم يكتوي ورقى ولم يسترقي يعني لم يطلب الرقية النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم also used to make رقية to read on people they are sick but never asked somebody to read on him to cure him or to give him رقية النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم used to ride his horse or whatever his rider he used to ride his rider صلى الله عليه وسلم Whereas there is surge saddle in it or sometimes not. To ride by himself and he will ride he allowed allow somebody to ride with him, in front of him or next uh, to him. One of the stories that it mentioned in the seerah that the Prophet was with Abu with, with Abu Hurayrah. and Abu Huraira asked him to ride with him in his donkey. Then the Hurairah jumped uh, on uh, the donkey to like to be next to the Prophet. But he couldn't settle. Then he was almost falling down. He, hauled, he held the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and both of them fell down. Then the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Then after a while the Prophet asked Abu Alaihi You wanna ride with me again? He said yes, Ya Rasulullah. Then he jumped at his very small place. Then he almost to Salah but he held the Prophet and both fell down again. Then the Prophet ride the, his rider, then after a while he said, Do you want to ride with me again third time? He said, Wallahi ما كنت tul بعدها أبر He said, No, Ya rasulullah I will never do it. Because I'm afraid that you'll fall down again. I will never do that to you. He was so simple, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Prophet some scholars account how many of his companions he allowed them to ride with him in the same rider. It's more than 40 of his companions. They, com- they ride with the Prophet ﷺ in the same ride. Sometimes his companion will be ride and he will walk. Such as Mu'ad ibn Jabal when he sent him to Yemen. He let him, as narrated by Al-Bukhari, ride in his horse, in his horse or his rider, whatever comes or horse. And the Prophet ﷺ was holding his horse. He said, Ya Rasulullah not." can I happen? You're walking, I'm riding. He said, no, stay. He sent him as Amir and he want to show respect, that people respect him. Anyway, the Prophet ﷺ walked with him a long time. Then he said to Mu'ad, I might not be able to see you again. When he said that, he cried ﷺ. And also Mu'ad and cried when he heard that from the Prophet sallallahu also in Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam this question let me answer it first since we are talking about the kuhl kuhl it is uh, an ithmit it is some kind of kuhl something the people put it in their eyes and give like outside of the eyes and it give a color for the eyes. It give like a color for the eyelashes or around the eyes, uh, or they put it even inside, like the eyes. And it's it's good for. It's very healthy. The ifmit, as the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to eat different kind of food. He used to eat sweets. He ate sallallahu alaihi honey, and he loved the sweets and honey so much. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa ate also different kind of meats. He ate camels, sheep, sheep goats, chicken, uh, birds, habara, zebras, he ate sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, rabbits. Also he ate seafood, he ate barbecue sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, mashwi, akar al-shiwa' sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He ate dates, he ate sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, al-rutab wa tam, milk water, most of his food was the water and the milk, and the date. Even milk not much. Even milk wasn't much. Water and date. In so many times you see that the Prophet he will have a guest. He want to host his guest. He will send to his wife which is her night, is this night do you have any food for my guests? She said, no. Ask your neighbor, Yani has other wives. Nine of his wives, he will ask them, he has nine wives, he will ask them oh, nine homes. None of them has anything to offer to his guests. Nothing to offer to his guests. No food, nothing. Even a date, no date. When I say nothing, I mean nothing. It's only water. Wallahi, Taqul Aisha, ma'akala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam thalatha laya'ali min khubz al-shair. Aisha also said, sometimes three months next to each other, continue. We never had any fire in our home. Why would we have fire? In order to cook any kind of food. There is nothing. There is no food. His life was so simple. Once his companion came to him said, Ya Salaam, we are hungry. Look at us. Then they uncovered their stomach and they tied a rock around their stomach. And now, you know, this is, this, these days it's one of the ways to lose weight, to have a uh, belt around your stomach, to touch your stomach. But we do this belt because we have too much food. They used to have this belt because there is no food, just to push the stomach, to make it smaller so he doesn't feel the hunger. You know what was the answer? The answer was from Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam that he uncovered his stomach and he had two rocks. Allahumma salli ana Muhammad Umar said as reported by Bukhari Ibn Abbas said that Umar radiyallahu anhu walked into the Prophet sallam room then Umar said wallahi fama radada basari fi bayti rasulillah shay'an amla'u fihi he said wallahi nothing I can look at it in the Prophet Sallallahu room or house, it can consider be a valuable thing or something, I can look at it. Nothing. He had, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, a carpet made of hasir, which is the leaves of the palm tree. And it used to leave marks in the Prophet Sallallahu side when he's sleeping. Nothing. His life was so simple. Umar said, Ya Rasulullah, why you don't ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give you, as He gave those Romans and the Persians, the, the, the gold and the silver, those kufar had. And This is the same question might you ask yourself. He said, Ya Umar, إن هؤلاء قوم قد عجلت لهم طيباتهم في الحياة الدنيا. He said, Oh Umar, those people, they got what they wished in the dunya. The reward in this life, worldly life, are for me? No, I want to have everything complete in the day after. In Jannah. The Prophet has been giving the choice to be a prophet and king in the same times. Like the prophets of the people of Book. They were prophets and kings. And he's been given the choice to be Manika a king and a prophet or al النبي a slave and like slave to Allah simple person, normal person and prophet in the same time he said I choose to be a slave and prophet in the same time slave to Allah just a normal person he chose وسلم, the upper and higher ranks which is to have patience to have sabr Otherwise, if the Prophet sallallahu was giving the dunya from A to Z, everything in this dunya, it will not change him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, or change his manners. He will be the most grateful sallallahu alayhi to his Lord. But he chose to be patient, which is more higher than grateful. Only. He's grateful to whatever he had. And he in the same time has had a patient. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi sallam live, Went through different levels. He was ahead of a big state. A very fast growing state. A ruler. And he was individual. And he once left his home, وسلم, in Monday, leaving Mecca in the night, afraid that the, the, the kuffar will catch him. And he returned back Mecca with 100,000 soldiers opening Mecca. Sallallahu Alaihi sallam. Different stage of his life, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But you can see he's the same. Some people, when he is poor, he has kind of characteristics. When he became rich, totally changed. Him, no. Once, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, after he opened Mecca, what, the bounty of, of uh, his bounty, or the, his share from uh, this great victory, was sh- a large number of sheep. They were, they filled what is between two mountains. One man passed by them and said, What a great number of sheep! He said to him, Do you like them? Or do you like this? He said, Yeah, sure. He said, it's for you. Simple like that. For You see, he never had this number of sheaves in his life. Oh, this is the time for saving. You know, I, made a, I work hard to make this money. No, I'm not going to let it go. No, he said, it's, he's the same. He said, you can take it. This man went back to his people saying, لَقَدْ جِئْتُكُمْ مِّنْ عِنْدِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ رَجُلٌ لَا يَخْشَى الْفَقْرِ he said, "I came from the from a true. That's a true. He's a prophet. Indeed, he's a prophet. He he giving as if he will never be poor. He's a prophet, and he called people, his people for Islam. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. His life was very simple. He slept on bed sallallahu alayhi wasallam on on the floor." Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Drunk uh, Water وسلم, And milk And when he drinks sallallahu alayhi wa He will drink the, uh, uh, three times Not drinking once And he will say Bismillah in the beginning Alhamdulillah when he finished And he will not breathe uh, 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 He will not allow his breath To go into the cup When he drinks sallallahu alayhi wa And he forbade the person to drink from the cup if it's broken. If the cup broken, he said don't drink from the broken side. Don't drink from it. Also the Prophet ﷺ, when he drinks, he will drink while he's sitting. He will not drink while he's standing. And this etiquette we need to learn. The Prophet ﷺ saw a man drinking while he's standing. Then he said, you going to enjoy drinking the water if there is a cat drinking with you in the same time from the same cup? he said no he said there is something worse than that just drunk with you shaytan because you're drinking while you're standing and he said sallallahu Wasallam, wa لو يعلم أحدكم ما في بطنه إذا قائما لكان خيرا له أن يستقي يعني يستقي he said sallallahu if you realize or if you know what is coming inside your stomach while you are drinking standing you will rather throw up than keeping this water in your stomach but we see in the sunnah that the Prophet three times drank while he is standing once in Arafah once in Umm Salama's house, Tint And other also, one more time. The scholar said the Prophet did that to show us that it is not forbidden, haram. It's not a sin to drink while you are standing. But it's not recommended. It's not recommended for For you. Also, the scholar, other scholar said no. Each time the Prophet drank while he's standing, it's for a reason. For Umm Salam, a stint, he drank from a container of water, qirba, and it was tight on the pillar of the tent. You cannot take it off. Like the fountain now, you can't drink from the fountain where you're sitting. So you're forced to do that. Second one, when he drinks in arafa, he drinks in Arafah because there is 100,000 persons making hajj. He has to stand up so everybody will be able to see him drinking to realize that fasting in Arafah is not allowed. And the third time also while he's drinking from Zamzam, they said, because it was very crowded, there is no place for him to sit. And he was afraid if he sit, everybody will sit and it will be very crowded next to Zamzam to do such so. So he drank while he is standing, sallallahu alayhi wa Anyway, the person, it's not recommended for him to drink while he's standing. And when you drink or eat, you say, bismillah. When you finish, you say, alhamdulillah. Allah loves that from you. In sallallahu alayhi wa wa Also, when he eats sallallahu alayhi sallam, he eats with three fingers. Like the dates. He eats with three fingers, not with five. But you can't eat with three fingers if you are eating rice or something like that. The Prophet ﷺ talked, there is no rice. Anyway. The Prophet ﷺ also he will eat front of him. And the Prophet ﷺ never ever criticize food. If he like it he will eat it. If he doesn't like it, he will leave it. When he walks, sallallahu he walks fast. He doesn't usually drag his foot while he's talking or make sounds when he talk with his shoes no when he walk he walk fast as if he going downhill the Prophet ﷺ companion used to say we used to almost running behind him to catch him and the Prophet ﷺ when he walk, he will take off his foot from the ground to the next step and so on. And he will not drag his foot and his footsteps wide Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Also the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Will not allow people to walk behind of him Like kings No, you walk with, in the sides Or front of him But not from behind In Nabi Sallallahu his His walking Was full of energy And life And when, when somebody call him He will not turn his face to him No he will turn his whole body toward him, even if he's walking. sallallahu Alayhi Wasallam, out of respect. When somebody shake hands with the Prophet Sallallahu he will not leave his hands Sallallahu from that person's hands until the other person will leave first. the Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, if he sees somebody comes from traveling, he will hug him. If he good buying somebody, he's going to travel. He will not hug him. He will just check his hand. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa he used to sit straight. And sometimes when he said sallallahu alayhi he will uh, put his hand and he will lean in his hand sallallahu alayhi or impelled. And Nabi sallallahu sallam he will not sit like that while he's eating. The Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he eat he will not eat, when he sit, he will not sit in a way which shows his private parts, his awrah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Once he was seen in the masjid laying down and he crossing his legs sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as reported by Bukhari. The Nabi sallallahu alayhi sallam he might sit muhtabi and ihtiba it means he will sit in his bottom sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he will raise his two legs front of him and he will surround his both legs with his arms sallallahu alaihi wasallam holding his legs and sitting on his bottom sallallahu alaihi wasallam he was seen sallallahu alaihi wasallam once also sitting and the prophet sallallahu sitting on his uh, foot and his foot raising his legs and sitting in, in, in his foot, but his bottom was raised from the ground, was not touching the ground. So, basically, he's sitting only in his feet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the whole body down, but his behind, sallallahu sallam, was not touching the ground. the nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam also, he might sometimes, when he sit with his companion, like he sit with Abu Bakr and Abu Umar and Uthman, uh, once putting his uh, foot uh, or his feet yes. salam, in uh, a cold water in the well to cool him to so feet down or to cool himself down and he uncovered his legs all the way to the first part of his thigh was uncovered alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam. when he talks wa sallam, his talks is very clear very clear he might repeat what he said three times if there is need he was he, when he talks he doesn't scream. He doesn't shout. He never used bad words, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He always choose his words. His words were general. His statements were general. He was so eloquent, sallallahu alayhi wa, alayhi wa When he speaks, he starts with praising Allah and mentioning Allah. When he ends, he will do the same. In Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa, alayhi wa sallam, when he talks, he will not talk too much, and will he will not talk in a way which his people will not be able to understand what he's saying. In Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, when he talks, he will always mention the good thing and will repeat mentioning it. But he will not talk about the bad things much. When the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam sit or in a gathering, he will always remember Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala and he will mention Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's names. The Prophet not used to criticize people. He never interrupts somebody while he's talking or cut him off. He will wait until he will finish, then he will talk. Unless that person said something wrong or something the Prophet he doesn't like. If it's haram, he will cut him off or interrupt him and he will correct him. Otherwise, he might leave the place. Leave him to show his disagreement. In Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa ali wa when he talks, he uses his hands as if he welcoming people like that. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam if he says something, uh, he was wondering from something, he will flip his wrist sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And sometimes when he talks sallallahu alayhi wa sallam كان إذا تحدث بيديه وضرب إِبْهَامَهُ الْأَيْسَرُ وَقَبَضَ عَلَيْهَا النَّبِي صلى الله عليه وسلم sometimes when he talks also he will put his left thumb on the middle of his right palm like this when he talks and he might hold hold it with it like that sallallahu الله عليه وسلم when he talks sometimes also the Prophet صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم, uh, Not used to say, he was not a, 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 he doesn't used to say poet, poet, but he is, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, used to quote sometimes some lines in his speech. In Nabi, sallallahu alayhi wasallam when he talks, وسلم, he remains silent most of the time. He will only talk where there is where there's need. In Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he sees somebody's honorable in his people, he will honor him more. In Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, also, sometimes he will joke. And he will allow people to joke around him. But he will only say the truth. Abu Hurairah said, Ya Rasulallah, how come you joke with us sometimes? He thought that the Prophet he doesn't joke. He said, I joke with you, but I only say with truth, I don't lie. Once the Prophet, a man came to him and he said, Ya Rasulullah, I need a rider. He said, I will give you a born of a camel. What a A born of a camel, is like a newborn of camels, nobody can ride it. It's just born, you know? He didn't say a newborn, he said a born, like a, cam- a camel, a born camel. He said, so how come I ride a born camel? He said, every camel was born. <laughs> 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 every camel was born. He was joking, with him. He misunderstand him, that person. Also once, an old woman came to the Prophet, and the Prophet mentioned that, no old people will enter Jannah. She cried. Then he said, tell her that nobody will enter Jannah. Why is old? While he is old, he will enter Jannah. Everybody enter Jannah young. She thought that old people will not enter at all. Uh, he sometimes will joke with them, sallallahu wa sallam. Once the Prophet, sallallahu was sitting, and Aisha made cook some food. And it's very well known that Aisha is not such a good cook. She doesn't cook very good or very well. So, she cooked uh, a food basically, if you want to translate the food, I don't know. It sounds maybe not familiar for you these days. It's a a little piece of meat with flour. They cook it. They didn't have rice in that time. Anyway, at least in in Arabia in Medina, Mecca, So, anyway, uh, she cooked that meat with the flour. And somehow, uh, and Saudah, the Prophet other wife, was there, and the Prophet in middle between both of them. Imagine that. Anyway, she offered food for Sauda. Saudah said, no, thank you. (laughs) I don't want. Haisha felt like, I've been cooking this all the day, and you, you have to eat it. She said, no, I'm not going to eat it. She said, no, you're going to eat it, or otherwise I'm going to feed it to you. Then the Prophet smiled. Then she said, Ya Rasulallah, allow me to feed her. <laughs> then the Prophet smiled, she said, do what you want. Then she took the the, the food, and she stopped <laughs> She took the food And she started putting the food in Sauda's face Painting her face with the flour with the food He put it in his face Her face Like joking with her Like playing And the Prophet in the middle Laughing at them Sallallahu Alaihi ﷺ also once came to one of his companions His name is Zahir and he was be uh, he, he, he described. He's a bad one. He came from the the desert to the Prophet ﷺ, and he always bring gift to the Prophet ﷺ. And he wasn't looks so good, uh, the person. but described that kind of damim al and He looks ugly. Inna Nabi saw him once in the souks. Then the Prophet ﷺ came from behind of him, and he. Held him like this, around him with his arms. Then the guy started pushing whoever holding him and trying to open يعني, uh, his arms. Then the Prophet said, "Who wanna buy this slave? He's in the market. Then who wanna buy this one? He's selling uh, goods in the market. The Prophet, who wanna sell him? Who wanna buy it? when he heard the Prophet voice, he started pushing himself back, touching the Prophet stomach and chest, with his back trying to touch his, the Prophet's skin more. Then he said, Ya Rasulullah, you will not find anybody to buy me. I'm so ugly. Nobody wants me. I'm not a valuable thing. قال Nabi ﷺ. Don't say that. You are in Allah Subhanahu wa Taala's eyes so valuable. You are in Allah's Allah eyes. He he make it. He he joke with me. Zaid bin asked, You are the neighbor of the Prophet Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. How he used to live? He said the Prophet Sallallahu alayhi wasallam used to. The Prophet Sallallahu alayhi wasallam he used to talk with us. Joke with us, but he will say the truth. He will smile, and to the extent you can see, his marty. But he never allowed. He never laughed out loud. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam also. He used to cry when he read the Quran, but he will not cry out loud. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Tears come out. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He see the graves, then his tear will come out. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam you read the Quran or somebody to recite the Quran and him he will, his will comes out Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and I will stop here inshallah we'll continue with some of the Prophet's daily life and uh, manners after Salatul Maghrib inshallah uh, it is time for question and answer or not question inshallah I will keep it also after Maghrib I will end very quickly because we have three things after Maghrib. We'll have three things after now One, we'll talk about the Prophet's uh, manners. Very previous, because there's some part of it I'm not going to talk about today, next week. And also we'll talk about, the, I will answer some of these questions. And inshallah we have also before Isha, uh, some brothers.
0: Uh, In conclusion, we ask Allah that He brings you benefit through this lecture. For more information, you may contact us through the following address. The Islamic Propagation Office Rabwa P.O. Box 29465 Riyal 11457 Saudi Arabia Phone 445-4900 Also 491-6065 Fax 497-0126 4970126 If you would like to listen to more beneficial lectures feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh